May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Kay and I bought hats and backpacks, plane tickets, mobile phone chargers, headphones. We studied travel logs and scoured the internet all for the wrong destination. For over a year, uh, we had been almost too excited, giddy with excitement, that um, we'd be taking off to the Spanish Pyrenees to walk the Camino de de Santiago. And then from there, hike the path of St. Cuthbert's uh, uh, in Scotland and England and end up in that mysterious Lindisfarne that I've read about for so many years. On from there, we would go, we would, we would follow uh, the footsteps of St. Paul in Turkey and Greece and Italy and Spain. And then ending up, after a 20-year absence, we we're going back to the Holy Land to follow the journeys of our blessed Lord. <laughs> but as um, the death tolls in Italy and then Spain began to rise, Uh, And we began to get cancellations from airlines and hotels and travel groups. Uh, We knew that we had prepared for the wrong destination. No matter, we said to one another, we still have Maine. Uh, This would be our 11th June there. And this was going to be a particularly, particularly uh, important Visit because for the first time we're going to fly our oldest grandson who that month turns double figures to 10. And he was going to join us at Acadia National Park. And he was going to walk along the trails upon those high outlooks, uh, those outcrops that you can see the North Atlantic and join with his grandparents in the place they love more than any other in this magnificent United States. But then last week, the governor of Maine gave a declaration that all those coming in from out of state uh, would be in uh, an enforced, uh, isolated quarantine uh, for 15 days. Well, we found again that we had prepared for the wrong destination. Now, I'm well aware that I'm preaching to the choir today. I mean, I'd have to have a calculator in this hand to add up all of the vacations and the graduations and the baptisms and the reunions and the cruises and the plays and the dinner parties and the business excursions and the anniversary trips that have all been canceled. Now, I really hope you will not throw your Mother's Day breakfast at the TV screen or at the iPad or the computer or even your iPhone. But um, I believe that you and I have had the wrong destination in mind all the time. We have been set on the wrong 
destination. We are not the first Christians uh, to have this problem. Those very first Christians gathered around Jesus uh, for that dinner party, a dinner party they didn't know would be their last with him, uh, began to feel their travel plans change dramatically when he says to them, in a little while you will see me no longer, but where I am going, you cannot come. Where I'm going, that destination, uh, you cannot come. Well, Peter, always being the most demonstrative of the disciples, chimes in immediately and says, why can't we know where you're going? <laughs> and with this, with this, we begin to see really the character of Jesus, uh, which we can learn so much from. I mean, rather than answering Peter's question directly, Jesus begins to um, measure the amount of anxiety and the fear and the uncertainty in the room. And so he responds to Peter as he responds to the rest of them, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms, and I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will take you to myself. And the place where I'm going, you know already. Well, the second most loquacious disciple now weighs in. It's Thomas. He says, wait a minute, wait a minute, boss. We don't know where you're going. Peter has already said that. So how can we possibly know the way? And then Jesus once again answers an oblique way and says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. <laughs> wow. You know, so often we boil this down to some kind of transaction. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. We, we, we turn it into something so cardboard that it's almost... It's almost a disservice to the Lord. We say, okay, our Lord Jesus, he's sort of a middle manager. He's a broker. He's brokering our salvation. He, he, uh, he is just mechanically making this happen by going to the cross. Everything's neat and tidy. But that begins to tremendously diminish the scripture. And this came home to me in a powerful way on Friday at a Bible study, at the Frost Bible study, the oldest one we do, I think 34 years old now. And Seth Taylor, a member of this congregation, who's reticent most of the time, but when he says something, you, you perk up and you listen. And he said, he said, he said um, that um, this is leadership talk. This is leadership talk. And Jesus is saying, I am going to lead you where you need to go. I'm going to lead you where you need to go. Any good former soldier knows that kind of that kind of language i'm going to lead you where you need to go um and and then another member of that same bible study carl cush uh who is uh, a, a very fine hebraist 
Former, former Marine, as a matter of fact, combat Marine. Um, uh, now Hebraist, a devoted man of God, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. He came in and said, you know, Pat, uh, he is, uh, Jesus is speaking to the disciples in images they understand. He says, in every Palestinian village, um, uh, you could be betrothed to a woman, just like Joseph was betrothed to Mary. You know the story. Uh, uh, but during that betrothal, the, the husband-to-be, the fiancé, was expected to build a room onto his father's house where they could live. And on the day of the wedding, you've seen these pictures before where the wife is carried, you know, and she's carried from her former home to her new home, to her new identity. And so the husband, the groom, leads her into his father's house, you see. And so Jesus is saying, don't you realize that it's my job to lead you into the Father's house? To lead you into the heart of God. That is why I came into the world. And that is our true destination. Jesus is our true north. He's taking us where we need to go. And that is a journey, really, that never ends. It's not a transaction. It is a journey into the very bosom of God. And anything else makes the Christian life almost trite. You know, how interesting in the book of Revelation, which is the greatest crescendo to any holy book of any, of any, religion in the world. There's nothing like the revelation of St. John. But in the revelation of St. John, uh, Jesus calls himself the groom and the church his bride. And he's leading us into the Father's house where our new identity will be known. We'll realize who we really are and to whom we belong. This is, this is magnificent information. Well, we have to get on the right path, don't we? You know, to illustrate this, uh, it is Mother's Day. Uh, I'll give you another image that may help some. Uh, after over three decades of ordained ministry, I have been with lots of new babies and lots of mamas. Lots of new mamas. I mean, uh, lots of repeat mamas. It is truly, if you ask any of the clergy, one of the greatest joys of our life. And um, sometimes, sometimes uh, I'll be at the hospital when the baby's just been sort of, you know, barely wiped off and swaddled as only nurses know how to do. And they place the baby into the mother's arms. And the mother and the child lock eyes. And there the realization is beginning where the child is saying, oh, oh, that's who you are. You're the one who's been carrying me around. You're the one who's fed me. You're the one who's loved me without seeing me. And the mystical communion begins. It never ends.
42 years ago, almost to the day, I was at Martin Army Hospital and uh, a young paratrooper and not a very good one, but a young one. And uh, my um, uh, and the special forces medic had just wiped off clay, just barely wiped him off. He was still looking pretty gritty and they placed him in Kay's arms. And I saw it. That's the real destination. God is our mother. Whom we have not, we have not seen. But he's drawing us into himself. I am the one who has carried you. I am the one who made you. I am the one who loved you. And will never cease in my love of you. I know. I know. The coronavirus has, has made us see that we prepared for a lot of wrong destinations. But I beg you to alter your plans.